Fourth and Twenty podcast. Uh, the usual JLB's not around today. He's, uh, he's got some other endeavors going on, but that's all right. The boys are here, um, and usually, obviously it's NFL season, so we usually well, we know. Producer Peter wants to say something. Okay, real quick. fuck the Bullet Club, bro. Yeah. <laughs> not the not the people in the Bullet Club. Just like I'm over it. Yeah. Like it ran its course. Like get a new gimmick. Wrestling needs gimmicks. Anyone who's a fan of the Bullet Club, suck it. For Ten years now, right? That's what I mean. Like, NWO had its time. DX had its time. They all introduced new members and, like, well, not really DX, but... No. NWO, no, really. like, a lot of factions either introduce new members or they end. Like... And then they come uh, back for, like, a little nostalgia thing. Like, like, the, uh, like the, the Shield. Same kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, I get it. Bullet Club's trying to be a different thing. Like, they're trying to be this, like, indie... Um voice or following or like but they're not really but they're not but they but they're they're too they're too big like they were too big and popular at one point like that they they're never an indie thing they're just they're just fucking they they the thing with japan is that japanese stuff they, they it, it fucking lingers for as long as they can fucking use it you know what i think bullet club is though i think it's i think it's north american fans who want to be cool and yeah, like, say yeah. like I follow Japanese wrestling. Absolutely, I yeah, I can I, I definitely see yeah. that because <clears throat> it's very much like it's as much as the whatever you want to say whatever came first the NWO Bull Club whatever like whatever the argument is but it's like yeah like no like it's a factions it doesn't work the same in Japan like it does here and then when you try to bring it here like Bullet Club works but it doesn't it doesn't have the same like punch like I don't like. When I see, I see the Bullet Club stuff, I just, I don't, it doesn't, I don't, like, care about the Bullet Club. Like, I care about DX, NWO, Nation of Domination. Oh, yeah, it'll never be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I don't, like, it's cool, like, sure, it's a cool thing, but, yeah. But it's like, I don't, I don't give a, like, I don't care. And, you and like, talk about members, like, they, members change fucking every single day in fucking Bullet Club. It's somebody new every day. Like, a lot of the indie wrestlers that I like on the come up, like, I'll watch, like, Clips and videos. Shout out to BDWJ. See that guy put to, or five eleven or whatever that guy throws down some really nice fucking wrestling like compilations and content. Yeah, yeah. And he, he gets he has a good wide variety mm-hmm. or she whoever they are. Yeah. But fucking um, like Chris Bay and like these guys that I watch from TNA or these other like or Impact, like these other fa- and then all this sort of like yo I like this guy and then I'm like oh shit they went to wrestle in Japan they're in Bullet Club now. Yeah, and they're we- and then they're wearing Bullet Club gear, and it's like it's kind of like a motorcycle club, and I I, I get it, like this ever evolving. Yeah, I understand it. And like you get initiated in, but like it literally, like you guys hit it on the head. Like it doesn't fucking twirl my beanie. Like it doesn't move the needle for me. No, no. it doesn't. Like, I almost like- prefer. I almost prefer when guys. Like like I said, a lot of the indie guys I like, and when I see them with Bullet Club shit, I'm just like, oh fuck, here we go. 
It's very honestly, it's Minnesota very, it's very true. With the other North American, or, but see, Jay White's not North American, so I shouldn't say that. No, he's but, like, he's brand new North American wrestler. Like he's North American, like he's North no, American. He's from New Zealand, but, I think, or something. He's uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember where he's from. But but like he wrestled in Japan. That's all I knew was all we knew was him wrestling in Japan. He's been in wrestling Joe in the Africa, states for maybe. like how long? How long has been in AEW for? Like maybe like a year, like a year and a half or something. I don't know how long it's been now, but like. Yeah. He's a Japan wrestler. He was Kenny Omega. Like when I think of Kenny Omega, I know he's Canadian, but he's a Japanese wrestler. He was a Japanese wrestler for a long time. Yeah, that's what he. That's what he was. You know what I think the thing with Bullet Club is? Is I don't get it. Does that make sense? Like I don't get how you become a part of it. I don't get who's in it. Like yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, yeah. The reasoning, I have no idea. Like two Bullet Club guys, and I know this happened with NWO and DX, but not the same way. For example, like two Bullet Club guys can wrestle for like the title. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like, like even yeah, even like Cody Rhodes was a part of it when he was in like when he was in the Indies for a little bit, and like every, like people get like 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 someone like Finn Balor was like the leader of it at one point. AJ Styles was like the leader of it for, at one point. Like there's a lot, been a lot of people in it. That's like you think about like members. They've had the most members by far. <laughs> like they I have mean, so many fucking it's members. Like a fucking club road. Weren't yeah. uh, AJ? Yeah, AJ was AJ was a leader at one point. Yeah, AJ became the leader after Finn left. After Finn came to the, came to like WWE. After AJ left, became I think it was like Adam Cole. Then after Adam Cole left was Marty Skrull and Kenny Omega. Fuck. Where's no, that fucking AJ guy? AJ was Kenny Omega. Then they brought Adam Cole in. Yeah. Adam Cole left. They brought in Marty Skrull. And it all just keeps going from there. Yeah. I, where's, where's that fucking guy? Skrull? Um, he was in power last time I remember. I think he was in power. No. Is power back? Yeah, I think so. Fuck, I missed that. That was fun. That was I don't, actually, I don't know, to be honest. Well, I know, um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Nick Aldis is with WWE now. So he's not in power anymore. But he's 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 a, he's a backstage guy. You won't you probably won't see him on TV anytime soon. But he's he's working for WWE now. It's like someone like Thunder Rosa. I was introduced to by Power, and like she would have been a strong character there. And then all of a sudden she's in AEW. You know what I mean? And I'd never see her anymore. She won the title, and fuck, who knows now? Well, AEW is it's AEW literally like it, it's not this because like I always like I don't want to sound like a fucking WWE fucking stand, but it's like. AEW is not WCW, but it's not far away from what WCW became. Like it's not gonna, it's not gonna go away. Like WWE's not gonna buy AEW. Like it's not gonna go away. But the like, there's the zero storytelling, ninety percent of the fucking show, and then like, this, like this, just the random fucking bullshit they, they throw on. It's just I haven't watched a full AEW show like no word of a lie, probably since that one. The last time I went to your house, Frank, to watch like a pay per view that it was on, like I remember, like all. Uh, well, I don't remember. What, I even remember what it was. Buddy, I don't even remember the last AEW pay per view I sat and watched. No, live. I haven't. I haven't. I just because yeah, he's not. I do. I do. Frank. Fucking oh, uh, yeah. Forbidden Door. <laughs> oh yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, but even that, even that, I barely like. I barely watched that. It's just no, like. No, I'm just saying. I I watched the whole show because we were there. Yes. But I'm, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I, I big one to Filipino, but was it in Toronto where we really have watched that show? Honestly, probably not. Probably not. Maybe separate of each other, but we wouldn't have gotten together, that's for sure. We still get, keep in mind, people, we still get together for WWE shows here and there when we yes, can. Yes, we do. Royal and Royal we're Royal fucking adults. Full-on adults. Of course. But that's but the, like, that's AEW just doesn't drive me anymore, man. The, the like, w- not even anymore. Somebody. doesn't drive me at all. Tell you right no, now. At, all, at all. Remember, I used to be so fired up about it, too. The but thing is... I, uh, this is the, again, I'm not fucking, I almost expected this to happen. Cause like, it's, 
you can only you can only have so much fucking. I don't know the fucking word. But like you, you can only be like that fucking like that explosion of popularity can only last for so long. After like that first year of like okay, this is cool, it's different. Okay, now now you got to do something different or do something that like people can want to watch. And it's and I don't it, it's this is where I say it's like like WCW or even it's honestly it's like TNA when Hogan took it, took a charge. If it wasn't if you they push they they talk about the top like the top, maybe five or six dudes. And then the rest of the card is just a fucking who gives a fuck. Like Dude, if it's not Kenny Omega or the or the Young Bucks or like MGF is different. Like that's that's the only reason he's the only reason him and Adam Cole right now are the only reason to watch AW. If it wasn't for them, I don't know who would watch AW. It's fucking it's it's useless. Hey, honestly, when I watch when I think about when I started to like kind of fall off from AEW was around this time last year, and it was literally because Cody had left and yeah. all the CM Punk fiascos have gone on. And it's just like that nothing was really just grabbing me anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Bro. Like, it just wasn't it. No. Keep keep in mind, they are still selling out. And of course. Um, I don't know what the TV no, numbers are and all this. No, no. It is still but, a good show, just not grabbing me anymore. But there's a huge population that, I, for some reason, I don't understand why they want this. Because it's the same thing that happened with Alpha 1 at a point. Like, w, so WCW did try and do, like, a WWE formula, like, storylines. Bro, every major wrestling company tries to do storylines and have continuity. It's great. Of course. It's what yeah, drives yeah. fans and has, like, people who come back to watch. Yeah. So, we talked about it at one point, even on this podcast, maybe. Alpha One became spots. And by spots, I mean, like, it was, like, new people at every show. Yes. And so, it was, like, who's going to be the pop tonight? There was no continuous storylines. Like, we literally saw people feud. Oh yeah, and like oh, God, yeah. cut promos on each other that like lasted shows like uh, like Ricky Shane and Tyler Thomas had like a whole series. Like you had to go to the you had to go to the next show. When I think of yeah. Bruno as the zero gravity champ for that year in like 2016, it was unbelievable. It was crazy. It was that that it was so yeah. much fun. Like, it was that so... run was actually like when I think back to it, it was so fucking awesome, and it trips me out that that was so long ago. Fucking yes, yeah. almost eight years ago, <laughs> pushing eight years ago. And now, and now AEW is kind of the same thing. Like, like I just said, like we're watching Jay White right now in the ring with M, like feuding MJF. So you, he's gonna come in, feud MJF, lose and leave because he's not an AEW like wrestler. Uh, no, I think he's signed. Now. No, he is. He is now. He is now. Oh, Jay White's there now. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. But that's the but that's the thing. It's just with WC, with WWE as much as it had it had had its downtime and shit like. It's it's gotten so much better. Like for, okay, so when I, I I'll go back to like when I watched I'll say by myself like when no one else really watched and I was I was like I I liked wrestling too much even like it was I watched the bullshit of Sheamus and Del Rio and all this whatever this nonsense and it, there were spots in there where like it was like it was good like you had the Jerichos the, the Shawn Michaels the Cena so it was still a good show yeah like, half half it was still like half of the show was pretty lame but half the show was still good we're like T like or um, and then T this is the thing by comparison to TNA. So TNA was really was really really good. Like from 04 to like 07, 08, it was like fucking bump. Then Hogan comes in, and then it's it's the main event mafia, whatever the fuck they were called. I can't remember, or monster one of the two. Monster mafia was monster mafia. Monster yeah. No, monster mafia is uh, that's, uh, that's Paige. Yeah. That's Paige and uh, yeah. Josh. Yeah. So main event mafia was like you know it was Sting, Kurt Angle, Shut Booker up T. Monster mafia, by the way, that was a cool tag team. Yeah. But like it, that's what like this is what they do, they, and then you have a person like Tony Khan is not 
Eric Bischoff. It's the different thing, but for me, it's but for me, it's almost the same. So Tony Khan, he literally he's the he's the booker, whatever you want to call it. Like he puts up the matches together, and he just ninety percent of the show is random matches he throws together, and then like oh they'll save like ten percent of the show is like a storyline, and for I like maybe it's because of how much wrestling I have watched. And like I want to I want to see a story. But I don't care if I want to watch a random match. I'll fucking search it on YouTube. I don't want your I don't want a two hour show of if there's eight matches on your show. And six of them are fucking nonsense. And two, like, I want to watch. A, I want to watch a show where there's storylines. If I want to watch, fucking Cesaro versus fucking someone random, I'll just oh YouTube it. I don't need. I don't need this. Like every every show, somebody like, it's got to make. It's for me. It's for me to pay attention. It has to make sense. And AW doesn't make sense except for the MJ stuff, MJF stuff. But then that's why MJ, MJF again. I, I've said it many times in the podcast. Like they have to resign him. But a part of me really wants him to sign WWE because I want to see what happened. Like I want to see how he would do there. But but AW has to throw the fucking they have to throw the they have to throw as much money as they can to him to keep him because he'll definitely I think he would definitely consider leaving if the if the money is the same. I think he would lean t- towards WWE just because like no matter what any wrestler maybe some wrestlers don't don't have the same dream. But I feel like he's someone who's like who's always wanted to be there. And I think the he's better, a, the better workers are there, man. It's just that's the way. It's just the way. Even and he's the, a worker. And the better workers, top to bottom, like even like the bottom guys in WWE, can work better than most guys. Because AW, bringing back to the spot fest, AW is literally a spot fest for, for the most of the show. Buddy, you mentioned Cesaro, and I was thinking this whole conversation, and I was thinking about it since we're talking about it. I'll name you two names right now, three even: Cesaro, Keith Lee, and Swerve were fucking guys that I cared to watch yeah. when they came on TV in WWE. Absolutely. They were weekly workers at one point. Oh, every, every week. Every week they had, a, they had a match and they had a, and they had a great match every week. Swerve had a fucking faction going that... Frank even was like, I watch Hit Row. Oh, Hit Row was great. I watched their segments. Man, Hit Row was fucking awesome. They were unreal. Like one of the best <laughs> factions I had at, at that time. Yep. Bro, because Swerve is awesome. He's a, yeah, he's bomb. So then you got a guy who knows actual wrestling, like you mentioned, Tony Khan. You got guys who know actual wrestling in NXT, and and look at who they have working for them, and the storylines that they have working, and like continuity that they have, and look at who their superstars are right now, bro. And like I know NXT is in the minor leagues, but I would rather watch Carmelo Hayes and Ilya Dragunov right now oh, than literally anything. Any, anything has any like pretty pretty much anything. And then for those fucking AW fans who are spot fans and who are whatever, I dare you to show me two more athletic guys than Wesley and Carmelo Hayes putting on a match. You know, like come on. The thing with AW fans, like well, like the suit, like I guess like the super, like, the, the super marks or whatever you want to call it, they they like really push AW because those are the fans that are like if WWE doesn't because WWE doesn't doesn't do what they say and they get upset and then when they, when they do do what they say. Then also they get upset at that. Like they they don't know how to like think. Some wrestling fans, unfortunately. So AW because there's different fucking matchups every week and some random shit. The the marks that don't understand wrestling enough that love AW, they're so they, their ADD works so good because like oh new new match I'm gonna watch it. Look how, look how great this is because their brain can't comprehend what a storyline is in wrestling. So they so they try to AW. I don't want to say this to sound mean. AW is for like the the dumbed down fan. Just like, oh, I want to see spots. I want to see this. I want to see that. Cool. Like, fireworks. Da, da, da. I want to watch it. WWE fans that actually like, they pay attention, they watch it for the storylines, for the for, for this, for that. It's just, that's my opinion. I'm not, I, I do like AW, 
But the fucking marks is it. I think it's it's leaning towards like, oh, my attention span's not. I don't want to see a storyline. So like, pe- like people to this day will still the, the AEW fans will chirp the Roman Reigns storyline. It's like, oh, oh, now he's at home. He doesn't wrestle. It's like, well, bro, he fucking for three years he fucking he ran wrestling. He ran wrestling for three fucking years. He's he needs a break. He just fucking the, the shit. The other shit the guy did. He's he's not wrestling a random dude every week just just for the sake of wrestling a random dude every week. It's just that's that's the way I like. I like AEW, but I don't. It's it, it's it's come to a point where if I never watch it again, it's not gonna upset me not to watch AW ever again, or like not to watch it the same way. So that's where when you were going on, I went right to the Cody Rhodes losing at WrestleMania and everybody losing their mind. Yeah, and look at both storylines since. It's it's, Thank it's, God that they did that because it's been unbelievable the last five months, six months. Of those storylines, bro. So it's all about patience, everybody. Settle the fuck down. That's the dude. Story will go on. Exactly. Like it or not, it's going to go on. Anyway, there was what events this podcast has become because we went on a whole wrestling tangent. <laughs> I know. There, there was a moment to sum it all up. There was a moment in my wrestling fandom, like, and I think it may have been Randy Orton or someone else, and I was like, it, we talked about it. The best wrestlers don't need straps. Sure, like the strap will end up enhancing them, but like they don't need to win. That's the sign of a fucking like really good wrestler who's over. Like they don't oh, yeah. need to win the match. Well, think of Undertaker. He had a thirty-year career. He won the belt like what three times? Yeah, like so, unreal, like, unreal to think about, right? Like, yeah, so, like not, not many times at all. No, maybe it's more than three, but it's definitely it's not more than five. And like, yeah. like and there's some dudes that you know, like there's there's the Cena, like the thing with with that too, like Cena Orton won a lot in that time span where like again it wasn't you couldn't just give a belt to somebody else like Cena and Orton had to run had to wear those belts a lot during that like span of like where it was the Del Rios the Sheamuses they had like they had to in a sense so you, they had to have the belt a lot it was just it made sense for the business like if Cena and Orton wrestled like not that they wouldn't win as like like I don't think if Cena and Orton wrestled like prior to that or like right now and like had that long career maybe they don't win it 16 fucking th- they probably still win it like maybe 7-8 times they don't need they don't have to win it 16 times Cena had to win it this many times because of the situation they were in not because he had like oh he's not a good enough wrestler he's, he had all these belts so, so certain scenarios it may, it makes sense why guys win a lot but again it was literally just those two they had to win those belts that many times <laughs> well you think because at that time it's They've always been saying in wrestling, does the belt make you or do you make the belt? Exactly. You want guys who make the belt. That's why Roman Reigns had the belt for three years because he makes it must-see TV. Yeah. Sickness. See what happens without you, JLB? <laughs> yeah, what a That was awesome. But what? Yeah. We're going to go to the fucking story of the day that broke my heart. Well, when I got the news. I only knew what happened because I was on, uh, I think it was Instagram, and like I saw, oh, uh, Jimmy Butler reacts to Dame Lillard trade, and I'm thinking, oh my, did he, oh, did he go to Miami? And then I searched, and I'm like, oh no, he did not, he did not go to Miami. <laughs> Guys, when I got the update on my phone saying Dame Lillard traded to Milwaukee, I was like, what in the blue hell is? This? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I it's a, it's trade, a, and I thought the trade. What they were complaining about of what they were going to get from a Miami trade, I thought what they got was an absolute joke compared to again good what they got, but compared to what they were complaining about of what Miami was offering and what like would happen in certain three team deals or four team deals. Yeah, it's just so it's like to me it's just like a, uh, a like a spite to Miami because Dame wanted to go there and shit to me. And it's like well, 
Okay, sorry, go Fias. No, see, no, when I look, I, look, I wrote it down just so I remember. Like, it's, it, it's a, it's a wild looking trade, that's for sure. Like, it looks, well, <clears throat> it looks wild. So, ev- every team actually won at the end of the day. All three of the teams got what they wanted and needed um, from the trade. Mm-hmm. And I think it wasn't just the Miami situation. So, what I, from what I read, like, Miami would have had to find a third suitor to accept some of their assets. Well, it's all money at the end of the day, right? It has to, so, like, has to make sense. Not just Portland got back what they wanted. Phoenix really got back what they wanted. And Milwaukee got what they wanted. Like, but really, Portland and Phoenix Sun, did Sun, fucking... Sun. Portland and Phoenix, didn't I say? I thought I heard Knicks, sorry. Oh, no, Phoenix. Phoenix, I'm saying. Yeah. Sorry. Portland and Phoenix got back what they needed. Portland got... Portland got... Um, DeAndre Ayton. Drew Holiday. Picks and Drew Holiday, which they are now actively trying to turn into more picks. Yeah, they some guy named Tumani Kamara. I don't know who that is, but so Tumani Kamara played on my uh, my famous injury ridden like when I or sorry when I was couch ridden from my fucking surgery and I had that Spurs team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I had Tumari Kamara. He's like I think he's like seventy six or seventy seven in two K twenty three, but he's young. Okay, yeah. And he actually turned out like in the simu- computer simulation, he turned out to like. Get some minutes on my team, so he's a serviceable player. Okay. I think. Yeah. Um, and if they could turn Holiday into picks, they got Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp, uh, DeAndre Ayton, and then they're gonna get picks. So like their their build is on. And then Phoenix got some depth with uh, Grayson Allen, Nurkic, and um, Nurkic. Nurkic is gonna start. Yeah, yeah. They got then they got Nasir, they got a Nasir Little. Nasir Little and Keon Johnson. I don't know. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Nasir Little can play basketball. He'll he'll, he'll get minutes. Too, I recognize so. Nasir. I don't recognize Keon Johnson. But I recognize Nasir Nasir Little. So everybody's happy except Phoenix or except Miami. Well, it's, it's yeah, it is what it is. But hey, we get to keep fucking Tyler Hero and a bunch of other guys now. The young guys that can develop and do well, right? It's a, it is a scare. Like Damon and Giannis is a scary duo, though. Like that's not. No, they're easily the best team. Like that's like that's like that's it sounds it almost sounds fucked like that they're like it allows Giannis to not have to be the number one like ball handling kind of scoring option kind of guy oh yeah exactly bomb facilitator oh yeah bomb scorer and he's the guy that can take the free throws and the clutch moments now and stuff like that instead of Giannis who can't take them Giannis can just fucking like and it makes Middleton way better too oh my god way better that's a, it's 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 like you know he, you knew he was always going to the east like that was always the plan like you want to get him obviously you want to get him out of the west if you're gonna do that trade but it's like oh yeah just give just give Giannis fucking Dame Lillard that's fucking that's that's fun for everybody else in the east. <laughs> Bro, it's the starting lineup of the in that right now is insane. It's, yeah, it's fucked. Like Lillard, Giannis, Lillard, Middleton, Giannis, Giannis, Middleton, um, fucking Portis and Lopez, Brooks. It's been like. It's like a, it's like a, it's like an all-star team almost, almost like not quite like it's it's a very it's a fucking that's a bomb starting. It's a bomb. It's a bomb big three. Yes. Bro, Giannis, play, Giannis plays entire games. Okay. Of course, yeah. Lillard plays entire games. Yeah. Uh, Middleton plays thirty something minutes a night. Fucking Lopez plays thirty something minutes a night. Portis came off the bench and would play like close to thirty minutes yeah, a game. Yeah, they're, they're the best team. You gave. Like, it, they need they need some depth, obviously. You need of course. To give guys rest, but like. Jesus, and how about the fucking 
fucking bullshit that the world has become and like the politics and everything like stories being spouted from here and there oh i'll only go to miami i'll only go to miami oh and then he and then he tweets like finally he speaks out once it's all said and done and he's like can't wait to start the next phase of my career um my true fans in portland will get a proper goodbye not you common fans basically like he (laughs) said something like fuck the common fans like you guys will get a proper like farewell trust me because all these reports were coming out and i'm like that's not lillard's character man the guy's been in the league for so long and he's never been this i'll make it messy if i go to toronto like he didn't know he he just said his number one was miami he wanted miami yeah for sure yeah but he also told some other teams like uh i'm not really interested yeah i don't see him being a dick like yeah you get a milwaukee come in the picture right that makes you think oh okay like yeah, they've won a championship recently. Yeah, I'll play with I'll yeah. play with Giannis. Giannis is there, my MVP guy, every year. Yeah, bro, oh, it's stupid. It's fucking stupid, and it was in nobody's reports. That's what's crazy. There was literally like, and I know we live in Raptor land, but a lot of the reports in the Raptors were like, if they were able to get Dame, they'd end up being like a top three, four team in the East. Oh, and the East is kind of weak because people aren't giving enough credit to Marcus Smart. Yeah, like. Without Marcus Smart in Boston, oof, they're in some good. big. They're in some big trouble. Not like some big good. trouble. Where did, where did Marcus Smart go? I don't exactly remember. I'm what gonna was do the trade again. I can't remember. I'm Memphis? Do some quick, uh... Memphis? No. Memphis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought so. Oh yeah. So um. But yeah, Marcus, no, that's not a... having Marcus Smart is gonna hurt them big time. Absolutely. Like, Again, as a guy who watches... Oh, what's up? That actually makes Memphis way better. Way better. Oh, way better, yeah. Way better. So, yeah. That's going to... Man, that's huge for Boston. Bro, Memphis is going to be... They they already had um, a backup point guard in in, um, Desmond Bain. Or a guy who could play two. Now you can play him... Oh, D. Rose went to Memphis, too. That's huge, too. Yeah, these guys. These guys are gonna be to calm things down. sick. These guys are gonna be sick, bro. They might win the friggin' in-season tournament. Never mind. It's very, Yo, yeah, very true. Do you know Stephen Adams is a Pittsburgh Panther? Yes. That's where he went to school. Yes. Yeah. Oh shit, eh? I did not. I did not know that. I thought he just um, came from fucking I found New that Zealand. In the last year, and I thought it was hilarious. I thought he was everything. Pretty- Everything we thought about the Eastern Conference that could be, well, at least me, this is blowing my mind. Like it has changed the whole landscape. Oh yeah, that what like that. Dave, Dave's that kind of guy where like now, yeah, everything's everything's different now. Everything's oh, different. And now, where does Drew Holiday go? Very true. Who know, like he, he? Who knows? He might. Yeah, he, like, is Portland gonna keep him? Like I don't know. No, they're not. They're already they're already shopping him. From the sounds of it. And like that's a, that's a that's a big pickup for a lot of teams too. Like that's not like <laughs> he's a he's a he's a baller too. It's sounding like Clippers or Lakers are like going to be two main. Uh, Lakers would make main se- Lakers would make sense. Lakers need a well, even though if, as long as Latina's there, I'll I'll not be, I won't like the Lakers. But I'm thinking like that's they need someone like Drew to like kind of fix what's going on over because like that's that's a debacle in itself. The Lakers like they're not. I don't th- I don't think they're going to win a title anytime soon anyway. But it'd be a good place for them to go. If they get true holiday, man. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's a, that's a big that's a big pickup if they could get something like that. But, but yeah, Portland wants to get Portland wants to stay young. 
and Drew Holiday doesn't really fit into their plans as far as development and stuff. Or at least, right? yeah, he, just, they can kind of build around role. DeAndre Ayton, I guess. They're going to keep DeAndre Ayton, obviously. Oh, yeah. That's one of the pieces you've got to build. Portland? You want to build yeah, around. He's 24 years old. Yeah. yeah. You build around that guy. He, he, so, the one of the things that came true about all the reports was Portland always wanted DeAndre Ayton. Okay. He, he's under control. He's 24 years old. They think he's a marketable star. Oh, yeah. For sure. And I personally think so, too, actually. I think he's a very, very good player. Um, I didn't think he fit with the guys in Phoenix. No, he didn't fit at all. Nurkic actually fits very well in Phoenix. Yes. I thought that, actually, when I saw the deal. I thought this is actually great for Nurkic. So, so that'll be interesting. Crazy okay, little... NBA, like Jabari Parker said, the NBA's only, like, 10 teams. And then the rest of the teams are just trying to, like, suck much, suck a lot so they can get a good pick that will be one of those 10 teams. Pretty much, yeah. You, ha- you have to, though. It's a superstar league. Listen to this crazy yeah. stat. Devin Booker is the last remaining son from the 2021 finals team. That's fun. Crazy, right? That's three years ago. That's bananas. This will be the third season since then. Insane. Is that not absolutely insane? And they had the likes of Mikhail Bridges. They had the likes of fucking Cam Johnson. Like, bro, that's actually, like, that's really fucked. And you think about... You think about... Brooklyn's roster over the last three years, Philly's roster over the last three years, Houston's roster over the last. Three oh years. yeah, like, literally, you're, it's a ten-team league, but the ten teams don't like stay the same and try to beat each no, other anymore, the like they did. Really consistent the last what four or five years is Miami, right? Bam, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, like those kind of Duncan Robinson, those kind mm. of core guys have just always been there. Man, it's fucking. It's I like, think I, they lost Gabe Vincent and Max fucking Struce this year. God damn it! I fuck- think Denver did. Denver did it. Yo, Denver's the it's same fucking, way. Denver. Man, it's soccer, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's soccer. Yeah, it's literally the tra- soccer. It's, it's not yeah. transfers, but it's like the, the amount of cha- the amount of turnover in the NBA. It's just when I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is like transfer window in, in, in England or Italy or Spain. It's just, yeah, t- teams change a lot. And yeah, that's- man. OG and Anobi might be like, like him and Boucher yeah. <laughs> might be the only Raptors left from the 2019 It's fucking, ba- yeah, it's banana. Like, yeah, it's fucking... And Jakob Pertl's one of the guys they traded to get Kawhi, and now he's back on the team. Think about that shit for a minute. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking soccer. It's what, it's what they want. They want it to be soccer. It's fucking... It's getting there. I think the Heat and the Pistons fucking start the season against each other. Oh, yeah? Fuck. In a month from now. The, 20 year, the Pistons, everybody's fucking 20 years old. Like, fucking... Bro. There's the... the, the, the eight, like, there's the, everybody's a fucking baby on the fucking team. Dude, which, which Thompson brother did they get? Azur or Amen? Who? Pistons. The, uh, oh, shit. I don't... I, don't. I think when he said who, that told us the answer. He had no idea. I don't know. He does not recall at all. <laughs> I don't, and I don't I, know which one's better, even, to be honest with you. I know, I know like, the names. I just... I don't... Picks within each other. The, with the, with the things with the Pistons, I, I, pay, I pay attention, obviously, but, like, with the, with the with the amount of, like, with how, with how shit they've been, it just sometimes I don't, like... When the season when the season starts, then I'll then I'll, I'll know everybody on their fucking roster. As of right now, it's just like okay, here we go. Another twenty another twenty win season. Hey, apparently that John Klinberg is looking pretty good in a Leafs uniform. <laughs> the fucking. The Bro, you guys thing, don't listen to the radio like me. I drive a truck for a living, and like oh, you hear a lot of it. Yeah. Dude, you should fucking hear like like it's. I honestly don't know why I'm surprised by it, but every year the Leafs storylines and like John Klinberg's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like he's a very good player. Sure. But, like these guys, like people that only watch the Leafs live in this city. 
Like yeah. live in this in this fan base, like not even in this city, in this country. And they're like, oh, this John Klinberg, you know, uh, this John Klinberg. I seen him out there with a couple solid, you know, cross checks, and uh, he's bigger than he bigger than I thought he was gonna be. You've never watched John Klinberg play before. He almost went to Norris in Dallas. Like, I'll say he was bomb in Dallas. It, but, that's, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like the bubble, it's like a bubble that exists here. Even I know what John Klinberg is from Dallas. I mean, I barely watch hockey the last few years. Yeah, because man, he scored like a hundred points, I think, one year. Uh, I don't know, that must be, he was Bob. He was dominating. One but he was. Yeah, he's. He's. He's a very. He's a fucking. He's. He's gonna. He, he's gonna. He's gonna help us regardless of. Yeah. The. 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 The bubbles. The, the bubbles different for in Toronto. So it's a different. It's a different. Like again, someone. Who, I. I only watch the Leafs really, but I know other players. But like the. The bubble of like, the Leaf. Like the Leaf. The. The, the bubble of the Leafs where like they can't do no wrong is that's that's the ones you have to really watch out for. Like oh like oh this player like you have to like. The ones that think they're gonna fucking win the cup every year, or like fucking they, like every signing, everything is perfect. Those are the ones you have to watch out for. And when it comes to Leaf fans, the ones that are delusional. There's, there's a difference between like bubble Leaf fans and delusional Leaf fans. Yeah, well, oh just, my god, it's almost it's almost like they're like I I like this Klinberg guy. I, I like this Klinberg that they picked up. To get you should. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's kind of exactly what I'm getting at. Like, and I get it, man. You only really watch the Leafs. I get it. Yeah. But, like, then why are you calling into a radio show? Like, why are you acting like you know anything? Yeah, why are you acting like your opinion should be heard by everybody? It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like yeah. someone asked me about another baseball team. I'm just like, I really only watch the Jays, man. Like, like yeah, I can, and I know we don't have the best players in the league. Yeah, I can tell you about, like, the Otanis of the world and, like, the, the bottom. Like, I don't. You tell me some random guy in fucking. On, in Minnesota, I'm not gonna. I couldn't, couldn't fucking tell you. <laughs> couldn't tell you how he was doing. Fuck. So. Uh, so speaking of Swerve Scott earlier, Swerve and uh, Adam Cole apparently are signing a contract to wrestle each other. I would probably watch that. It'd probably, it'd probably it'd be, it'd be a really good match. But I just realized as I'm watching this, there's a pay per view this weekend for AW. I didn't even take it. Is that was oh um <laughs> wrestle, wrestle Dream on Sunday. Wrestle Dream? Yeah, yeah. I saw the I saw that on Instagram. Saturday. Is it Saturday? Brian Danielson versus fucking uh, Zack Saber Jr. I think is the main event. Oh. So, yeah, but that's, that's the thing. On a card like that. I bet you. Let's say there's ten matches. There is ten matches. Okay, good, good. Like, like if you if you had to guess, like out of the ten matches, how many are like must see? I'm sorry, not Adam Cole. Hangman. Hangman's gonna wrestle. Uh, yeah, Hangman is Swerve. Sunday. Swerve. My bad. I'm drop, not as. I'm not as. Drops it down a little bit. Drops so, a little but bit. If I had to, to echo what you said, like. I'll watch Zack Sabre Jr. and Daniel Bryan on YouTube. Or like, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that later. match. Like, sure, but like, I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna watch the entire card. Right? And it's also a bad year, for, a bad time year for me, right? Because I'm football. Yes. All the time. Like, I'm bored tonight because I just rather be watching football. Like, I'm in such a football mode. Absolutely. No, it's the same. It's I'm the same way. Wednesday's the perfect night to record because, like, I don't even like tomorrow's matchup. I don't even think is is that hot. Like Thursday nighter. I think what is it? Giants and someone? No, no. Packers and Lions. Packers Lions. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, tomorrow's yeah, a good th- th- tomorrow's a good game. <laughs> Especially now, they're both oh, like you know a fucking I, dope gonna, game. And now that we're getting into NFL talk, I like this. I'm gonna step back and say Jordan Love is doing a lot better than I thought he would. Yeah, I can't. Like, looking like a quarterback, looking like an NFL quarterback, and like looking like a guy. Like, like he's like you know what I mean? Like again, it's only three games. No, but so, it's lock can happen, but. For now, good for him. Like good for you, bro. Like it's awesome. So, I, I, 
I joined a theory, a theory on, on Jordan Love, and it's also like a fuck burnt toast theory too. <laughs> okay. So like, because toast and the predominant group of people said he wasn't going to be very good. I didn't think so either. But, so not even you, like, I don't know what people were basing that on. Like, he played a couple um, preseason games. Everything. Like, preseason games, when he came in the last couple of years, like, just didn't look like he fit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, my whole thing was, like, being a Packers hater my whole life because of yes. our dearest friend, Burnt Host. My old neighbor. I have, unfortunately, been led to follow them for a very long time. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. We talk a lot about how the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are a fucking quality franchise. Bro, Green Bay is a well-run organization. Rodgers can say what he wants about it. There was a reason they moved on from him and were willing to move on from him. Whatever happened, the way it happened is whatever. That's what made me believe in Jordan Love. I'm like, the Packers haven't moved on or tried to move up in a draft or tried to do anything. They know what they have here. Yeah. So I always thought Love was going to be pretty fucking good because Remember, the Packers the issue, don't, the don't not Love, have a good though. quarterback. Remember, the issue with Love will always come from the fact they traded up to get Jordan Love. But that's kind of what I'm getting at. I, I don't think the, the Packers are never without a quarterback. Like, they haven't been. Like, when was the last time you guys knew the Packers to not have a QB? No, it's yeah, this. Well, before, before Favre, yeah. yeah. But, no, but it's crazy. It is crazy, but they, we'll see. It's been three games. We'll see if he's a guy tomorrow night's another big night. But like you said, he at least looks like he belongs. And another guy... Who like may not be a superstar, but is definitely an NFL starting quarterback from the looks of it. Early is CJ Stroud. Oh yeah, and he's gonna get fucking beat up on Sunday though. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. And it does not not just his playing Pittsburgh. <coughs> left tackle still out. His right tackle apparently is gonna most likely be out. That is not good for a quarterback about to play Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt. No, and it's just yeah, yeah. It's not, but he's making reads. He's making throws. But like he, he looks, looks like, like a good player. Oh, he, look, yeah, he's, he looks like a starting quarterback in the NFL, yeah. He, he was great. Everyone knew in Ohio State, though. Like, it's, like, he was always that guy. I don't understand how people didn't think that. Like, the, worry for you, the, the worry for me with Stroud is always they just they don't have a good offensive line. That was, that's what I was scared yeah, of. For, for me, when I, when I knew Stroud was going to be a guy, the way the Pat McAfee show talked about him after being on the field at Georgia versus Ohio State in the playoff last year. Yeah. And they were like, just watching him operate, look like an NFL quarterback, looks like a guy that's going to be good on Sundays. All I needed, like, all I needed to hear, and that's all they needed to see, right? Like, bro, that's that's the perfect analysis, though. And like, the eye test is saying he knows how to operate. Like, yes, bro, the, the guy could fall flat on his face. He could get dumped by Pittsburgh. He could, you know, even maybe get hurt and have some troubles. But like, the way he operates, yeah. Like, if I was a Texans fan, I'd be, I'd be stoked. Oh, I'd be, I'd be, oh yeah, I'd be very happy right now. Hundred percent, hundred percent. They're, they got a guy for the next. 10, 15 years. Years long, yeah. Just like Steelers have a guy, but Kenny Pickett. Kenny, two gloves. Kenny looked better this week. Getting better every week, and Matt Canada's just got to keep thinking. Yeah, but that offensive quarter is a bumhole. That's why they're fucking... going to ride the wave, Matt Canada. going to ride the wave. Wave, my ass. Because then you'll have, those, you'll have those calls where it's like, what the fuck was that? And then you'll have those calls where like, oh, that was actually a great third down yeah. call. First yeah. down there. All right. Like, it came to a point on Sunday night where I knew every second down they were running the ball. Every second down. Which is... Every time. Second and ten. Yeah. Ran the ball. Every time. Like, Tie cat south, baby. I, I don't Fuck. get it. Like, and I love running the football. Yeah. My God. Like, you can't have first down incompletion and then second down run the ball 
seven drives in a row. You can't telegraph your offense like that. Like, <laughs> if so, you're seeing that, watching it at home. Yeah. Fuck. Um, but yeah, just to, before we make our picks, I guess I'll do a quick, a quick rundown. We all, we all we all did well this week, but so JLB and Pino tied for first this week. We're getting ten out of sixteen, which is good. Um, Frank got 9 out of 16 I got 8 out of, uh, eight out of 16 So right now Just for the standing sake Frank's in first I'm in second Pino's third JLB's fourth But From from uh, Frank to JLB Is only a 5 win difference So it's fucking It's a It's a tight, it's a tight race 3 weeks in It's pretty good um, And then like A couple of like The one like the one offs um, Only JLB picked the Chargers This week Against Minnesota um, And I think there was One more Yeah and well, only only Frank picked Philly, and only Pino picked the Bengals. So those are the those are the one-off ones. The Bengals one was tight though. They were that was. Wait, you the three of us took the Borkineers. The Bengals got yeah. so fucking lucky in that game. It made me sick. The Bengals, yeah, the Bengals. It's, the they, fucking Matt Stafford is a long ball to at wall or whatever, and all of a sudden they're in the Bengals territory. And at the time, it's 16-9, right? The Bengals and the Rams have been struggling to move the ball. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Mike Hilton comes on a blitz, tips the ball. And, like, I understand tips can go, like, tip and keep going forward. Like, this ball went legit sideways all of a sudden right to fucking Logan Wilson for a pick. And I'm like, you know, that makes me sick. And then the next fucking thing, a tip happens, and it goes totally sideways away from a Rams guy instead of an interception like it was about to be an interception. Yeah. But, yeah. All I, all I can legit, all, all I can say, all I can say is that uh, be, being a Broncos fan was not. Um, I, well, we'll get, when we get to them, you're gonna we'll get, we'll get, when we get to them, I'll, I'll which is pretty quickly. But I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll throw in my. You know, uh, I know what the, the unfortunate part is: is the bet of the week is the Broncos plus six fifty to finish with the worst record in the league. Oof. That, it's, based, it's, it's based on the Bears having an easier schedule. Carolina having an easier division. Yeah. The, the, yeah. That's, like I said, we'll get to it it's when it comes value. to the... It's just value. It's just value. Oh, for sure. be the worst team in the league, but it's value. At for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Because Arizona can fucking play football, man. They hit you in the mouth. Yeah, they're... they're they like, Hey, you pull... That's a big win against Dallas fucking... With fucking Josh Dobbs at quarter... Like, with a quarterback who's just like, okay, listen, you got to be the quarterback because... You know, this motherfucker can play, man. Oh no, Dobbs. He's, he's Shout a, he's, out to Josh Dobbs, bro. He's, man, he was he was good in college. He's a, he's a serviceable quarterback. Like, there's a reason he's in the league for as long as he's been in the league. It's not the shit's not by accident. Why these backup quarterbacks are in the league for this long? It's bro, not, these guys should be two and one. Yeah, honestly. Oh yeah, if they didn't blow if they didn't blow it against the Giants, oh god, yeah. And then would they play Washington Week One? That was a close game too. Yeah, like they're they're not as like they're not as bad as everybody expected them to be. Like they're not like. Dude, get, this is the first year that no one's as bad as everyone said they were going to be. No, it's, like Denver's not this bad. Tampa Bay's better than everyone thought already. Realistically, Denver, like it's like, re, like two and one makes with the way they lost the first two games. If they would have, if they would have went two and zero oh and lost by this score, I'd be still be pissed. But it'd be a different feeling. I'm like, okay, one bad game, we're two and one. But because we lost the first two games the way we did, and then that happened, I'm like, okay, this is this is not how I. Expect like I expected to be two and zero, and then I'm like, okay, probably be two, we should be two and zero, and then lose to Miami. Sure, that's make we never win in Miami anyway. Like I never, I did expect I expected, I wasn't surprised they lost, but it's just the, it's obviously it's the way they lost. There's the 
surprising Second part. team ever in the history of the NFL to break 70 points. It's the first time since... But they, they turned down... 66. ...to being the most points ever, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Because they actually weren't showing anybody up. No. Like... No. So, like, like they were talking about uh, McDaniel's, and yeah, sure, McDaniel's scheme is great, but like they reached a point when it was just like no tackling, nothing. Yeah, it's again. I, I didn't obviously. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the highlights because I'm not gonna watch I the highlights. That bullshit. Quick, quick, fucking. I love overreacts. Like everyone's going nuts about fucking a chain or a cane. Like the guy's good, but when Jeff Wilson gets back, you got three running backs splitting carries. Uh, and relax. It's one game. And they're not going to score 70 points a week. Bro, Mostert put up 45. Yeah. Tyreek put up 35. Tua put up 33. Fucking Akane put up 45. This is, like, that's the overreaction that happens, especially with fantasy. Everyone thinks, like, this is going to be a weekly occurrence now. It's not. Bro, like, if I, like Tua's play, they're playing Buffalo this week, bro. I always hope the Bills, like, just shut their whole offense down so everyone just stops talking. Yeah, I and could. man, the Bills are a divisional opponent. Like they've yeah, been like, scouted. Miami's been scouted. Like, oh yeah. I don't know. It was, it's a little much. They're good though. Shout out to Miami. Like, oh for fuck, sure, bro. They're the fastest fuck. So they have uh, like the next gen stat. They apparently have like a couple at least in the top five. Like the top two at least fastest moving touchdowns of the year. Like the guy got up to the fastest top. Oh seven. yeah, because Ty- like, Tyreek's fucked, and then like. Jalen Waddle's fast as fuck. Like they have, they have, they have. They they got their their offense is good. It's just yeah, just fucking they they, just, they know to, they know to score points. Just that was yeah, the seventy points is just more of like at a certain point Denver just like said fuck it whatever because like they were already getting dusted. So the, it's it's the seventy points is like there's probably an extra like like three touchdowns, four touchdowns that were just like we don't give a fuck anymore. We're getting dusted anyway. Not that they gave up, but it's just like whatever. Like they're not gonna they weren't gonna come back with, with the way it was going. I'm I'm also shocked at the continuous like I won't call it hate but like Tua skepticism. Like, what does this guy need to do to prove that he's sick? He's a good quarterback. He's just yeah, right. good quarterback. He's a guy, right? Like, fuck. No, oh, he's no, he's a guy, bro. He is a guy. Again, the, the yeah. eye test, like the throws he makes, the decision he makes since Alabama. Like, I don't know why people are still questioning this guy. Because he's fucking six feet tall. Because he gets hurt all the time. That's and he gets hurt. Time. And he gets hurt. But like, it's mainly because he's six feet tall. That's why. They can't get over people can't get over these short quarterbacks. And like they can't compute they're not six foot fucking five. Yeah. Like they can't doesn't their brain doesn't work like that. I like, love Justin Herbert though, who struggles to win every week. That's what I mean. Oh, guy, guys in a dog fight every No. You could argue it's not Herbert's fault. No, I don't think it's his fault. I think his coach is actually a joke. Oh, like Justin Herbert's a loser. Justin Herbert's really good. Like yeah, really good. Dennis Daly's lucky he fucking his defense bailed him out or else he's getting fired. This guy just yeah. This guy shouldn't have a job, man. He's a loser. No, he's a, he's a terrible coach. <laughs> well, the analytics tell us that uh, we get one yard. We get one yard sixty some odd percent of the time. Pat McAfee said it best. Okay, awesome. You get one yard sixty percent of the time. What about that other forty? Huh? That other <laughs> forty is just lying over there of people getting fired and cut, and traded because they're not getting that one yard. So like, tell me about that sixty percent. Awesome, great analytics. But what about that forty? Like, what's the consequence of that 40% group? Well, not only that, like, there's also probability that comes into play, but, like, a 60-40 split means, like, you could get it 60 times in a row and not get it 40 times in a row. Exactly, yeah. Now, again, probability would say it would be this, but, like, if you roll a dice 100 times, you might get 10 in a row 
like, or sorry, a two-sided dice, like, or flip a coin, you might get 10 heads in a row. Yeah, exactly. Which, which and in football, in 16, 18, 17 weeks of football, you do that, you do a fourth down coin flip 10 times on a one yard, and yeah, there's a difference between your season, your job, wins, losses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There. First seed, seventh seed, like, whatever. Out of the playoffs, like, it's huge. Yeah, because it's about timing, too, right? Like, that's the thing. All this probability shift, you take it in the grand scheme of a casino. Like, if you split $100,000 between 100 rolls of the dice, odds are you would make money if you made bet the same amount every time if it's a 60-40 split. But again, there may be a point when you go 10 in a row of losing and you're down, and then you go, you know, 2-1, 3-1, or whatever. Yeah. But that was 10 in a row, or 9 of nine of 10. Yeah, fucks you in football. That's in sports. That's why the analytics—you can't, you can't do that. And I'm an analytics guy. Like I like it. I think it's a source. I think it's definitely a, a resource that you should use. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, not a fan, but no, man, it, it provides some good data. I think I hate them because of how much. Just like rely, like the businesses of the world rely on that. On that. Yeah, what, what is what is when it's the main when it's your main thing? That's 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 the big issue with analytics. Like when it's daily. the main thing. Main things daily. If you want to use it in your thing, sure. But when it, if it's like, like if it's thing. the reason you make decisions, that's pretty bad, like and it kind of shows. Down, when a team is down fourteen, they go for two because they don't get it. There's only down one possession, so they just go for two again the next time. I'm like. Kick the fucking extra point. Kick the extra point. <laughs> that way, when, if you score again, you should kick an extra point. You don't have to worry about a two-point conversion. Oh, kick the extra point. But there's some there's some people that will, that will go for two because of the, oh, well. Yeah, it's fucking. If I do this, then I get this. If I get both these, these uh, two-point conversions, we win. Oh, great. Okay, great. How many times are you going to get both two-point conversions? Oh, God. Almost. How many times are you gonna both, you're not going to get either two-point conversions? That's probably more. More likely to not, get, to not get either than get both. Fuck Sick. That's for sure. Just have a kicker that's competent enough to hit the extra point these days. That's it. <laughs> no, sorry. I should say a whole unit. Your snapper, your holder, your blocker. You should be able to hit a 35 yard kick. Boswell. Beauty. Yeah, Boswell's having a season. Well, let's get to the pick. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, like we said before, the Thursday nighter, it's a pretty big game running the season. We got the Detroit Lions at those Green Bay Packers. Man, this is actually a very tough game to choose. I'm going. I'm going Detroit just because I want to. I'm going to ride the Detroit train for as long as I can until they. Because I even though they're what are they two? They're two and one. Whatever. But like they're. Yeah. The Packers are beat up still on a short week, so I'm going to go with the Lions. It's in Green Bay, though, eh? Yes, yeah, so yeah, it is in Green Bay. Is it tough. No, they're going to. They're going to split the season. Um, away and away. How about both these games are Thursday Thursday games? Oh, Thanksgiving. And then they play Thanksgiving Thursday. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, give me uh, the Lions. Yeah, and then after, we'll, we'll get, I'll get GLBs after, afterward. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, another interesting game. We got the Atlanta Falcons at the Jacksonville Jaguars. In London. In London, 9.30 in the morning. Toy Story game. I saw that. That's... Oh, that's sick. I, I bet you it'll probably look cool, but I think you have... It's, only, it's on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, fuck it, yeah. But I might, I don't have it anymore, but maybe I'll check it out. I'm going to go, oh, this is tough. I do like Arthur Smith in England. I don't know why he does well there, so I'm going to go with the Falcons. 
Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with. I'm going with Jacksonville, just because I think they have a bounce back from. Not that they got like killed, but they, by losing losing to Houston, I think they have a bounce back game against Atlanta. They Jacksonville played, likes likes London too. Played all all year. They haven't played well yet. So if Jacksonville's the real deal. They got to show up in London. They're the London yeah, Jaguars. They're in London the next two weeks. They play Buffalo in London next. Yeah, week. exactly. London Jaguars. <laughs> um, side note: I'm super stoked for the Toy Story. I think that's a cool crossover. I'm interested to see what that's going to look like. But yeah, apparently, one game I couldn't give two fucks about. Like people are like, <laughs> oh, like big football guys and girls, whatever. You love football and you don't. Oh, Disney, bro. For one game. It'll be fucking cool. Oh, yeah. I think so, they're so playing... Show your pile. It's like they're playing in Andy's bedroom or something. I think like the, the background is like them playing in his bed. I don't know, whatever. It should be, it should be interesting. Bro, they used to slime the end zone last year. And yeah. Shit. I thought it was cool. I thought it was fucking it's for, cool. Honestly, the thing is, you, you, want, you want kids to watch... You want you want to be, like create new fans with kids? Hey, kids love Nickelodeon and shit. Why, I would, kids love Toy Story. Why wouldn't you do it? It's like a gimmick match. No one's telling you to watch it. They no. Provide a sec- they provide another, uh, like, broadcast. Yeah, that's all, yeah. That's all it is. You don't, yeah, you don't have to watch it. <laughs> um, all right, now, fuck. Okay, now we got the Denver Broncos at the Chicago Bears. And I'm picking Denver because I have to and because you can't, you can't, I don't know. You Like, after what happened last week in Miami, you're playing a team that you should, like, on paper, you're better than, and like you should be better than. I have to, I have to think they don't go zero and four against the Bears. That's that's I, I, that's my brain. I'll put you there. I have to think that Sean Payton, and you know, at the end of the day, not even Sean Payton. If you're a fucking man, a professional football player that just got fucked, the Bears got embarrassed too. But yeah. Joke organization. Those Different. Guys yeah. Denver trying to change a culture here. You can't come out and chirp Nathaniel Hackett a month ago. And then fucking get 70 fucking put on you. You literally can't. You can't. You gotta come back and beat this team. And the Broncos, I think, do win this game. The whole basis of taking the Broncos at plus 650 is that they lose this week to Chicago. Oh, yeah, of course. Because if they beat Chicago, or if they lose to Chicago, the odds are going to go to, like, plus 200. Yeah, yeah, obviously, because, like, that'll be, yeah. So, like, you know what? Give me the Bears. They suck, though. Oh, my God. The thing for me for Denver is that, like, when I look at, again, the schedule's not, like, great, but, like, they play Chicago, then they play the Jets. So, like, if they can pull out these two wins, because then they got to play KC. So, it's, like, I don't know. It's, it's, a, fuck, it's a fucky spot right now. They have, regardless, they have, they have to win on – they have to beat Chicago. If they don't beat Chicago, then the season, the season might – I don't want to say it's over, but it might be – it's not going to be a good season if they go 0-4. Exactly, so that's why you gotta give me Chicago, so that my bet yeah. is better. For sure, I mean, it makes sense, dude. Um, there we go. We got the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Houston Texans. I already talked about it. Feel bad for CJ Stroud. Steelers football going three and one, proving every week. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Pittsburgh just because. Yeah, like they, they Houston did well against Jacksonville, but Pittsburgh's defense is a different animal than than Jacksonville's defense. Very different and, animal. As long as as long as TJ Watt is playing and, and like with no ta- with both tackles probably out, I don't. It, maybe he won't get fucking five or six sacks, but my my gut tells me he gets at least two sacks against Houston. <laughs> well, the team is gonna get five or six sacks. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just saying TJ Watt himself. Like, oh yeah, he's already got six, fucking six sacks, two fumble recoveries. Two that's what I mean. Goals, a decent 
defensive touchdown, a couple pass breaks. He's a monster. He's a monster. It's fuck. It's banana. As long as he's playing, he's gonna get one or two sacks every game. And I think two is a lock against Houston. <laughs> yeah, no, Pittsburgh, um, Pittsburgh is had a good defense every week, and their offense is improving. Uh, Houston will put up a good fight for sure. Spreading that shit, I can see that. Uh, Steelers three. Three on the, even? On, yeah. Uh, on my app right now, it says the Steelers three. On the road. I would tease it. I would tease it to about five and a half. Houston plus five and a half, and I'll take the points. Yeah. Plus three and a half, I would probably, if you made me pick, I'd take Houston as well. I think the Steelers smash them. I think Houston winning last week is fantastic. I don't think the Steelers have shown a capacity to smash anyone yet. Oh, they're smashing the Raiders till the fucking refs got involved. Okay, maybe smashing them in football, but not smashing them on the score. I mean, like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, they're not, I, yeah, I, I can see Houston coming back and scoring a last, you know, a last drive touchdown to bring it within three points. If that makes sense, like ten, yeah. like they might be smashing them and up ten with with a drive for Houston to score. So, like, I would take plus three and a half on the spread for sure. But but you're you're taking Pittsburgh for the overall. Oh yeah, but like in in the sense of smashing them literally, like like physically smashing them. Like Houston's defense is animalistic, bro. Oh yeah, because they have a, they have when you when you have like that's the thing with Houston. Like they're this year whatever whatever happens, but the more as long as D'Amico Ryan's is there and like gets to like build the way he wants to build it, they will be a good football team another year or two. Like they'll have by by in the next yeah the next year or two, I would say they're gonna have a top ten defense in football. Hundred percent. With it, like offense, we're like because when you have you have a franchise quarterback. Potentially, for, like franchise quarterback with Stroud, and you're gonna have a top, probably, like I said, probably top ten defense. They're gonna be a good team. In two years, they're gonna be a legitimate like making making the playoffs regularly kind of team, as long as everything works out the way it's supposed to. Um. All right, another game. This one, I don't know if I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if he's playing or not, but we got the LA Rams at the Indianapolis Colts. I know I know Richardson was practicing as long as long as as far as I'm understanding, but I don't know. I'm assuming he's going to play, but I'm, I don't know for sure if he's going to play or not. I'm going to go with the Rams having a bounce back day. I think they're still pretty decently good. The Rams had a tough night since he since he was a good game, like good defensive battle, good little their old line could block was shit in that D line. Yeah, the Colts don't have a D line like that, so I think the Rams. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to Rams too, just because I'm going to Rams in like a fucking, like a fucking 2017 kind of game. like a very close game. But I, th- I like, the, I, don't know, I, I, yeah, like like you said, after the way they lost Cincy, Indy, Indy coming off like a cra- a crazy win, to, like a crazy overtime win too. It's just if Minshew's playing, fuck yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the Rams. Jeez, that's. It's a dicey. It's a, this is a toss-up. This is a fucking. No, give me the fucking Colts to go three and one. Let's go. This is a fucking coin flip kind of game. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> um, I'm fuck. Sure Talk about coin flip. We got the Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. I will go with the Vikings because Bryce Young is probably still out, and Vikings are just an overall better football team than the Panthers right now. Yeah, I'm going. Big, I'm going... Day, big day for Adam Thielen, though. Big day. Big. Oh, very true. I'm going. I'm going Minnesota too, just because. They're like they're whatever they're all on three, but or no, they're both on three. They're both on three, but Minnesota's the they're the they're the better on three team. And like yeah, with Bryce Young's not playing, then it's like. Even if he is, I just 
Even if he is, yeah. I, honestly, even if he, even if he is, I, I didn't even, really, I forgot he was hurt. Like I would, I take Minnesota anyway, either way, in the yeah, situation it's in right now. Hundred percent. Yeah, Minnesota. And that's the first one we all agree. Oh no, Pittsburgh. We all agreed in Pittsburgh. Um, here we go. Big, big divisional game. Got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Oof, Derek Carr out, I think. Or not sure yet because an ACD joint. Yeah. So, and you saw when he got out of the game, the Saints fell apart, essentially. Kamara is back, though. Yes, it's very true. That's a good big pickup. So, but uh, I don't know. I like. I just like the way the Bucs, even though the Bucs lost on Monday night, I still I like the Bucs. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Baker for sure. Oh, I'll take the Bucks all day, especially if Derek Carr is fucking questionable. Yeah, even yeah, so I'm saying, even if he's playing and he's gonna be playing hurt, probably. And Tampa's defense, they will, they will, like they'll get after him. It's yeah, it's. I don't, I don't trust the. I also just don't trust Derek Carr in New Orleans anyway. Um, fuck it. Here we go. We got the uh, Washington Commanders at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the team that beat the Eagles last year. Yes. I just, I cannot bring myself to see them winning in Philly, so I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna go with Philly. Yeah, I'm going Philly. But I do think they're gonna cover that eight spread right now that I see. Yeah, I'm going Philly too, just because yeah, I don't. That's the those are the kind of bets I made last week. Colts to cover in Baltimore, Houston to cover the Jags. Like I just saw those covering. Yeah, I can I can see this being like a touchdown, like a like a touchdown kind of game, like a six point game. Both Houston and the Colts to win, but I thought it'd be a covering type game. Yeah. I did love to see the Colts win. Of course. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies are looking really fucking good right now in <laughs> baseball, and Philadelphia can't have nice things like that. So, uh, Commanders. <laughs> as fucked as that is, it's not like that's not completely like uh, like Philly. All the Philly teams doing good is a, is always a weird thing going on. No, they're like. So, like, the Braves are the sickest team in baseball, like, yeah. and have been all year. And yeah, it's sick. pretty gay. Yeah. And, like, everyone right now is like, who can beat the Braves? And they're like, yeah, you know, the, the Phillies ain't looking so fucking bad. Well, they like, made the World Series last year, right? Fuck. Yeah, and they're playing, like, Bryce Harper's healthy, and they're playing really good baseball right now going into pretty much the playoffs. Mm. So, Bryce Harper's um, lame, though. Suck it, Philly. <laughs> um, you got no. They're too much in dickheads, bro. They can't have everything nice at once. Philly, yeah, Philly's sure. a weird. It's a weird sports town. It's not like they're not. Yeah, and I, 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 I understand what you're saying. They're not. No, like, there's dicks, bro. They turn like New York, Toronto. Like people turn on their on their players eventually, or or whatever, or they boo. These guys are actually like. I don't think literally, but like they like throw light bulbs at these guys. Like, oh no, they're nuts. They're nuts in Philly. It's not. Yeah, they're they're fucking crazy. Bro, they chase them out of town, like, and then the next game they they like. You go 0 for 4 in baseball and they'll boo the living fucker. You go uh, 2 and 4 the next night and score the game winning run and, like, literally want to build a statue of you. They're fucked in Philadelphia. So, go Washington. Hmm. Uh, now, here we go. This part of, uh, let me, I'll look at the schedule. It's a, it might, might be the like the game of the week kind of kind of situation. We've got the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, right now, give me the game of the week. I'm going with the Bills. Everyone's all hyped for the Dolphins after one big game. Uh, listen, I get it. They're great, but now we're back to division games. You're yeah. in Buffalo. The Bills are starting to get, like, some juice to them. Right? And, like we said, they're going to slow down this offense. The Bills are winning this game. I'm going with the Dolphins, because not because of what happened, just because 
because of the whole Jets thing didn't work out with me with me picking the Jets to win the division, I have to lean towards the Dolphins winning the division, so I'm picking the Dolphins to win this game. That's the only that's, that's the main reason that's the main reason fucking why. Because I think but this game's gonna be this this is gonna be like I I can see like a thirty one twenty eight kind of game. That's that's the score I see in my head in this game. Well, not to go JLB and WGR on you guys, but AJ Epinesa, baby. Like, so they were saying on WGR that was the most physical Bills defense performance in years, and they've been wanting it. They've been craving it. They needed it, and it was good. Not that Washington are world beaters, but no, but still, it doesn't matter. You gotta you play you play your you play your fucking schedule right. No, but and if if been, yeah, exactly. You play against who you play against. So There's divisional game, give me Buffalo. Fuck, I know I'm gonna. And I actually think I actually think it's gonna be like a like a twenty four seventeen Bills win. Like I think they're gonna actually hold yeah. Miami. Like yeah, you never you never know. I, they're they're one of the teams that could that could do that could do that. They're one of the defenses that can that can hold down. The offense had like that scores thirty plus points every game, because they've scored thirty points in every game so far. The Dolphins. They're legit. Yeah. The Dolphins are sweet, man. They're fun to watch too. It's a it's a funky division at AFC East. Um. Oh God, here we go. What a fuck. Here we talk about a fucking barn burner. Got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans, and I'm taking the Titans because. Since he's since he barely beat the Rams, and I think Vrabel, as much as they've Tennessee's been fucking junk too, I think Vrabel at home with that defense, he'll he'll be able to uh, even shut down more. Like because the Bengals haven't scored many points any game, so like I I would this I can see this game where the Bengals don't score more than ten points this game. This is such a tough game. It's tough though, yeah, for sure. Right now. But Tennessee sucks too. <laughs> I think right now too on offense they cannot score at all. But in Tennessee, short week for the Bengals with Joe Burrow's cap. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna hope that. I'm gonna hope the Titans pull it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull. Kid. I'm gonna pull the first Pino of the year. Give me a tie, baby. Hey, it's okay. It may fucking. It might happen. But well, we've been getting ties the past few years. Never mind. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's been at least one tie for the past, like, at least three, three or four teams, years. Frank is right. Both these teams can't score. Oh, yeah. Which means it's, it's going to be field goals away. Like Most field likely. Goal, field goal, field goal. Oh, yeah. Touchdown here and there and then field goal. So, like, yeah. Give me a fucking... Give me an overtime tie. This, me, like, like, literally ends in a tie. This, this, like, this game right here, like, it, it, does, it does scream... Fucking thirteen, thirteen. <laughs> like, yeah. fucking maybe sixteen, sixteen. I'll give maybe I'll give him an extra three points. Maybe. Yeah. No, thirteen, thirteen to end the game. Sixteen or thirteen, thirteen to end regulation. Sixteen, sixteen yeah. to end the game. Absolutely, <clears throat> fucking exactly. Or nineteen, nineteen. Something fucking yeah. Something no, like. No, not even nineteen, nineteen. What's it? Seven, ten. Th- yeah, nineteen, nineteen. If it's all field goals, it could it, it could like, it could become nineteen, nineteen at some point. Yeah. Like no one one convert and touchdown each, and yeah. then. One, two, three, four, like five field goals each. Whatever, like fucking, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, and get, I got Evan, Mc, I got Evan McPherson on on one of my teams, so let's go. There you go. <clears throat> okay, now another another big game, especially for Frank. We got the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. Oof, tough football game. 
Ravens are beat up. I said it last week. Very beat up right now. I'm going to go with uh, the Browns right home. I'm going to go with the Browns. The Brownies. I'm going with Baltimore because I know how much the league loves the Baltimore Ravens. That's how, I'm, 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 I'm ending it at that. This is where the Browns have to show if they're for real or not. Now. That's very true too. Like this, this is the kind of game where Brown, you, you want to actually like have a chance at the division. You better fucking stack wins, right? You, you have to. The Bengals, you lost the Steelers. Now you're gonna go two and one in the division or one and two. Like, and can you stack wins? Exactly. The brownies are nice. Brownies are nice. Where is it in Cleveland? Cleveland, yeah. The brownies are nice, man. These games are always uh, fucky, though. Baltimore-Cleveland's always a fucky game. Fucking last week, Lamar had to do it all himself. Pretty much, yeah. The Brownies' defense are, is nasty. They're fast. Give me the Browners. Give me the Browners. All right. Oh, fuck. Here, I, I wish both teams could lose this game. We got the LA or Las Vegas Raiders at the LA Chargers. Going with the Chargers. Oh, the Raiders stink. From what I watched, they stink. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going Chargers, too. The Raiders absolutely... Oh my god, it was kicking field goals down eight. Like it's just gotta gotta be there. Gotta be. Yeah. Because the yeah the Raiders are it's not they're not again they beat us but again they're not they're not a, they're not a good football team. Coach I've ever seen in my life. Oh man, he's a he's a mutt. He's not. Josh McDaniels is not a he's not a head coach. He's a he's a he's a coordinator under Bill Belichick. Anywhere else, he's not this, even anywhere else. The coordinator, I don't think. I think it's he only works in under fucking Belichick. Other than that, he's a fucking waste of a fucking coach, in my opinion. Um, fuck this game. This game, eh, very interesting game. Even though I don't, I don't like watching either one of these teams. You got the New England Patriots at the Dallas Cowboys. I'm taking Dallas, only because you know at home bounce back after losing the Zona, so I'm going. I'm going Dallas. <laughs> Did I pick Broncos Bears? Did we pick the Broncos Bears? Yeah. Yeah. We did, right? Okay. We pulled Big Denver and, he, and uh, Pino picked Chicago. Oh, yeah. So the my list goes here, I'm looking at it all weird here. Okay, that's why. I, I wrote it down. Yeah, I wrote it down from the, the score app. I don't know. Give me Mac. Give me fucking Mac and Cheese Jones. That's, that's the thing. My, my brain does tell me, like, fuck. If Arizona can do that against Dallas, Bill Belichick can fucking do that against uh, Dallas, too. I'm a big believer in, like, a lot of good teams have outlier games, like the Chiefs and the Colts last year. That could just be, like, an outlier game for them. It just happens. Yeah, of course. Cardinals, Cardinals are playing teams tough. They're bound to hold on to one victory and beat somebody up. So I think the Cowboys get back in it this week. Bro, people don't want to believe that a cornerback can make that much of a difference on your offense, on your oh, defense. My God, it can. Exactly, exactly. Like, so, especially a shutdown hey, corner. Hey, to pull another JLB for everybody, Dallas got exposed. <laughs> it's the Diggs. He's Trayvon. He's a very, he's a very fucking good corner. That that Diggs. Bro, Trayvon Diggs is a game changer. In there. Exactly. I don't I like. Like Frank, like you said, it says more about one team than the other. Like especially the Dallas Giants game and the Dallas Arizona game. I think it says more about Arizona and like not being pushed around. Yes, exactly. But New England manufactures a lot of wins every year. Seven, you know. Six, they pull seven out. Wins yeah, they pull year. out fucking wins. Bel- like again, as much as I don't like that fucking prick, Belichick knows how to. He knows how to how to, how to run a run a defense. He like he can put. No matter who's on that fucking roster, the the defense will show up that week for the for the Patriots. 
Like they don't, like yeah. they don't get blown out almost ever. So that's like. But I, I just think I think Dallas after losing the zone, it's like okay, we have to like, we got to show who we are, kind of thing. Maybe at least that's the way I'm thinking. Oh, they'll try. Oh, they'll they'll they'll, they'll try. They'll definitely try. I, oh, have, I have I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that this is like a feather in the cap game for New England. Like people are gonna talk about them now after this. I I, I know you. I, I can see. Even that's the truth. Like if they pull up this one, it's like oh, oh we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this game, well, this might be. Might be a quick decision for everybody. We got the Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, 49ers. 10-day break off Thursday Night Football. They're dominating football teams right now. Yeah, San Fran. I think San Fran. This, this one, I can. I think San Fran wins like 35-3. Not, not that Arizona won't try. The spread is 14, and I may pick the 49ers. San Fran just, they're, they're, they're that team, again, uh, Shanahan and McCaffrey. I can't, it's hard to go against the Shanahan and McCaffrey for me. Yeah, Arizona's plucky, but like... San Francisco's gross, dude. Yes, and even even with Brock Purdy missing people, <laughs> it doesn't it means it means nothing. Because like they're like, okay, it's okay. We we'll just here, here's McCaffrey, here's Elijah Mitchell, and then we'll just yeah, that, like that fucking. If, Bro- if Brock Purdy was up for contract next year and they won the Super Bowl, they'd be like, <laughs> like they'd be like, here's some some money. <laughs> Anyone can do your job, buddy. And I don't mean to like. Play, like no, the system set up were like. But he was literally missing people last week, and they still look that much better than fucking the Giants. You know, like. No, that system. That system is to like help the quarterback so many like so many different ways. Like, not that almost like not any, but majority of quarterbacks would do well in that offense. That's just so just how it's just how it's set up. The the crazy stat of the week is like the uh, Kyle Shanahan coaching tree or whatever. Like, like every every guy that's from his coaching tree is like ripping it. Yeah, man, fucking he's he's a he's a he's a fucking he's a bomb fucking coach. Bro, they said he's the new Bill Walsh of like the he's West Coast offense. Yeah. Well, and, and just his system, like they're taking pieces of his system and moving forward, right? So, like, uh, he's an offensive wizard. And again, like coming from Mike Shanahan, who's literally in the in the box for every game, or like in the stands, for, like you don't think he's talking to his dad? You don't think his dad's oh, pretty much oh. semi semi coaching the team? Like, all, he, all, he do, all he has to do is, is like watch old Broncos games from the late well, no, late nineties. Just has to talk to his dad, get ideas. Hey, what do you see on the film? What do you think we could do here? What do you think? I see it the way they for me, like the the, the like the offense is different than what we had in Denver. But the thing is. Oh, the run, but the running, but the running is like similar. Like they, they like that zone run shit. The passing is different because, like, yeah, you don't have, like, well, you football's different. Football's different too. But I mean, like, but, but it does look, but it does look similar to me. Again, to me watching a lot of Denver back in the day to watching, like, it looks similar. The, again, the passing is quicker, but Elway had a lot of quick passes too back in the day. It was just, it's just a different game now, but it, it's very similar. It literally, it literally looks like Kyle Shanahan. Learned from his dad, who was a genius at his time, and apl- and Kyle's applying it to his era. It's exactly what he, it's exactly what he did. It's crazy. Exactly. Because the fact that, like, again, like you said, no disrespect to Brock Purdy, but the fact that Mister Irrelevant can look like a Pro Bowl quarterback says a lot more to Shanahan with that way that offense runs. Because, like, you you throw in fucking like a lot of quarterbacks in this league would do well in that offense. Like, a, like a lot of them. Like every starter would do well, and then there's even some backups that would do well in this offense. Like, it's just. That fucker, they're, do, they're doing something good in San Fran. It's just, it's just for them. It's actually like finally, you know, getting over the hump and actually winning a Super Bowl. Which it could be this year. It could be the year that they actually pull it off. Um, we we yeah. live in an insane world where Debo Samuel gets hurt last year and everyone forgets that he was an MVP candidate the year before. 
Like, we yeah. live in an insane world. And now Brandon Ayuk had a year to grow because Debo was hurt last year, and he's sick. They have George like, Kittle, who's a, like a top three tight end in football. They have Christian McCaffrey, who you can say is the best back in football. Like, they have... Christian McCaffrey might be the best player. He probably no, yeah, he might he might be the best player in football. Like he just like he might fun. be the best person with a football in his hands that you could ask for. Yeah, on the planet yeah. Earth. Right on now. planet, like, on no, that's football. One hundred percent. Like he like he can block, he can catch, he make guys miss, he make guys miss, he can run guys over, and he, he does it the right way. Yeah, and again, it's just fucking Shane. It's the fucking last name. He just fucking he's no Ed. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, don't Ed's my boy, but fucking Christian's just a fucking Christian's a fucking animal. Like he's an an, like he's an animal, and people still I'll never forget. Like again, experts, bolt, whatever you want, like whatever you want to call it. So like I remember, like I don't know if it was Bleacher Report. Somebody posted like a fucking gr- a grade on the trade. It was like a, a C minus for San Fran. Oh, you're getting a hurt running back and McCaffrey, and yeah, you look. It's like first of all, do you not watch football? Second of all, Christian like Christian McCaffrey literally. Again, he's the kind of player you put him on any team, and that team's automatically fucking like Carolina was nothing. What, what do you want to do in Carolina? Still made a fucking Super Bowl with fucking Man. like it's just he's a fucking he's, he's a monster. He scored in twelve games. He has 70, 72 points in twelve football games. Yeah, it's 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 bananas. <laughs> and he's probably scored two two in some of the games, but like he has a minimum of 70, 72 points in twelve games. Like he's fucking sick. He's bomb. And that's full bias. Like he's my favorite player in the league. But yeah, but that's bias. But it's like, but there's like, there's enough evidence to back it up. But the bias is only because you like him. But there's not much you can't. He's not a guy you can be biased for because just you watch him. All you gotta do is watch the watch the games. Yo, I do. We, we already skipped. We already talked about the Falcons game. But I, my heart on for Bijan is only getting harder every week. He's he's so, he's yeah. uh he's gonna be he's gonna be something that guy. Like what the fuck? What 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 day and age do we live into? Analytics. Talk about analytics. You don't draft a running back, and that's a, what. No, this you guys. Fucking. That's also that's people. Like, that's that's the bubble too of like this is the bubble we're talking about too. Like as much as like they love Americans love football. A lot of people. I think a lot of people don't watch college football, where they only watch the NFL. Because when you when you watch Bijan at Texas, you're like this guy's gonna be a fucking like I like. I thought it'd be like you know, be, it'd be tough to like start. Like it's always tough to when you start, but I'm like he's gonna be unreal. When you watch him at Texas, he's a fucking monster at Texas. So like, it doesn't surprise me that he's this good. It surprised me how, how fast he like learned the NFL in a sense. But like, you watch college football. Bijan Robinson was a, was a beast in for fucking Texas. And that guy who just like hundred yards was just a fucking was just another fucking day of work for fucking Bijan at, at Texas. It was like like hundred yards and two touchdowns was like yeah, that's what you're gonna get that out of Bijan every fucking every Saturday in college football. And now in the NFL, again, you give it halfway by the halfway through the season, you're going to be like this guy's fucking a top ten running back in football. It's just what's going to happen. He's he's that kind of guy. And Atlanta actually looks like half decent too. So they don't, they don't look as bad as people thought they were going to look like either. So he's sick, bro. Oh. I got like everyone knows this from listening to podcasts or being my friend. I have crushes on different players every year that just yeah. like I just enjoy watching play football for sure. And, and it's been every position. It's been all sorts of guys. White and black, rarely Asian, but that's just well, the sport. That's just the sport, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> not your. That's just there's not many Asians in football. <laughs> Young Way Koo, let's fucking Young Way Koo, go, he's, baby. He's good in another Falcon. He's he's a good kicker too. Holding it down, Bijan Robinson, and like I was even like this as a player, man. There were certain guys like 
you just you they just like like shout out fucking M Dubs, you know, like yeah, yeah. they just play football. Exactly. Just, at, at, at a high rate. Just and that is Bijan Robinson. He's he's born like, born to play Tyler football. Algier, you're a great running back. Yes. But this man just does impress It's different. On the football it's just it's a different it's a different animal when it comes to B like you say Algier's good, but Bijan's a different level of, of football and, and player. What's bullshit is he may not score twenty points a week, Bijan. No. And so people are gonna be like blast. Not yet blast. at least. But not yet. It's gonna happen though. Oh, bust <laughs> on your face. Shut the fuck up. It's gonna happen where fantasy nonsense. Gosh, they yeah, Frank. Twenty points a game, and I'm like, okay, but did you watch him? He's phenomenal. Yeah, Ben Raheem Moster with that 45 point performance might finish higher than Bijan for the year by like, let's say, 15 points. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause, exactly. and people are gonna people are gonna say, exactly, Moster outscored him. Moster so, outscored him. He's not that impressive. Oh, it's. The fa- when fantasy has that much influence, that's what makes me mad about the NFL. Like influence in the sense of like, oh, this guy's not good because he doesn't score as many fantasy points. Yeah, but does he is he good at football? Like I don't like fantasy points. At the end of the day, I don't like I don't give a fuck to be like completely honest. Like I play fantasy. I've always said this. I've said this many times. I play fantasy because my friends do, not because like I really care about fantasy football. Like if nobody, if, well, yeah, if, that's. That's a specific community. Like I'm, I'm nitpicking at this. No, point, no, but, but the community. I'm but just saying, like that will be something that comes out about it. About, but if football stopped existing, I would be upset. It wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't affect my. It wouldn't affect my every my day to day if there was no more. If there was no fantasy football. <laughs> no, I, I do like. I would. I'd want to play at least like daily fantasy. I do. I do like the. Yeah, but you're not a fantasy football like you're not. You're not in that. You're not that kind of fantasy football player. Like you like fantasy football, but you're not that kind of football. Fantasy football well, isn't your I would be like. Upset if it ended. It's I not based, but it's not. But it's also not your like. It's not your life. Fantasy football. No, but what I do love about it is the enhanced watching experience. For sure. When you, especially for people that don't have like a favorite team, I I get that. I get that. Like for me, I watch the like I fantasy football, but I I have the Broncos to watch. Like I'm not gonna watch everybody religiously. Yeah. Like I watch the Broncos. Where like if you don't. Yeah. Go, a team. I know guys who won't draft a single player on their team. Yeah, I, I can. Yeah, I can see that sometimes. Say, like, if Cortland Sutton goes off for two touchdowns against you, you're not so hardcore of a player that you're going to care. You'll could, actually be stoked. I'm happy. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> as long as the for me, when it comes to football, it's 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 Broncos winning first, and if I do well in fantasy, cool. That's my like awesome. I did well in fantasy. Steelers it, won. We're good. Yeah, I like. It's secondary. Yeah, I want my team to do well before my fa- like my team has to do well for me to be happy more than my fantasy team has to do well. But and fantasy fucking like yeah okay Juju did well against you one so you lost fantasy one week because Juju will fucking won you an NFL game like. Yeah. Absolutely, I'll take that trade. Of, yeah. of, of, of any day of the week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's keep going here, boys. Let's finish here. Yeah. And we got the this one. Again, this one would have been different if certain situations. We got the Kansas City Chiefs at the New York Football Jets. Man, I was so looking forward to this Sunday nighter a month ago. So bad. that It sucks so much that it's become such a bad one now because no Aaron Rodgers. But, so, yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking KC. Fuck, man. I want to take the Jets, but, like... Their defense will do as much as they can. It's just... Zach Wilson Probably. won't be able to score as much as, like, even if KC doesn't score forty points, if they score like 
24. I don't know if... Yeah, just, it's not going to be, yeah. Bro, apparently Robert Sala is on the verge of losing the locker room because of his... I don't uh, buy that nonsense. All this shit's coming out all of a sudden now. It's like, shut the fuck up. No, you, like, where do you get that info from? Like, shut up. Like, you know what I mean? That's someone trying to make a story, unfortunately. Yeah, like, fuck off. I, I would say I, I would say someone has to be held accountable for them trotting this motherfucker out every they have time. No one else. There's it. nobody else that yeah, they're, they're kinda of fucked. Bro, sign James. Sign James, bro. Sign for set. James on the Saints. Fucking trade for him. He's starting on the Saints. And he looks fucking terrible when he came in on Sunday. James sucks. Yeah, was... That's an offense he knows. Right, like you're trying to get a guy who doesn't even know the offense. They want guys to come in that don't even know the offense. They, no, it's just it's been so bad with Wilson. Well, I get it, and everyone's disappointed because they, they know what it should have looked like, and it's just not. And it's no one's fault. Just an injury happened. It is what it is. Just it's move on to next year. Like, you know for, say? like we're good. For a guy who knows the offense, they got like fucking. Poor Hanson red zone was pouring it on them, man. They had like fucking five yards of offense or like ten yards of offense at that time. Well, anyways, they're gonna have a good pick. They're gonna have a good pick next year. That's all the Jets fans have to worry about. <laughs> Give me the chefs. Uh oh, God, this I don't like this game at all. We got the uh, Seattle Seahawks at the New York Football Giants. Oh, I think the Giants have a bounce back win at home. Nah, Seahawks are good. Give me Seattle. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking the Giants. Only be I'm taking the Giants. I think because they're at home. Like I, I probably would have taken Seattle if it was in Seattle. Cause it's, I don't know I don't I don't again I don't I think Geno Smith is is gonna be Geno Smith of the Jets. He's just gonna he's gonna he's, he's okay, but he's not gonna do what he did last year. I like the Giants at home. That's the only base pretty much the only reason why. Oh uh, yeah, I just thought it's a bounce back. Right? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not a big. Uh, I'm a Seahawks or a ten nine to ten win team or eight to nine to ten win team that's gonna battle. Yeah, pretty yeah. I'm, Russell Russell Wilson's a cock. Seahawks are dope. Russell, that's the thing, man. Russell's actually like he's having a, he's doing this. The, it's, it's like it's the opposite of last. Last year the offense was non-existent, and then like three weeks in, it's it's the defense blowing it at the end. It's not even I'm like saying, it, Russell's been good. I thought well, I, hated, sure, I thought I hated yeah. Seattle and Pete Carroll, but I hate Russell Wilson. So go Seattle. <laughs> Pete Carroll's the man. Pete Carroll's a fucking twat, is what Pete Carroll is. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, fucking. He, he, if it wasn't for Russell Wilson, they wouldn't have a fucking Super Bowl ring. Never mind fucking fuck Russell Wilson. If he has, if he has Geno Smith, he, if he doesn't have Russell, Pete Carroll has been, fi- was, has been fired already in Seattle. That's all I can say. Because Russell Wilson had to beat out guys both times to become starters at places he went to play football, and then won a Super Bowl ring with a great defense. Don't get me wrong, but with, a, with one yeah, Super Bowl, he for play. sure. But yeah, but he made one also. He, he also he made one after. Down. He made one after yeah. where if the play call was different. He'd have two rings if they just give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, and yeah. if again, if, if Russell Wilson's not there, Pete Carroll's fucking twiddling his thumbs at home, fucking not coaching any football team in, in the NFL. There was, there was a point in time when Russell Wilson was uh, making the right decision like 75% of the time. He'd run for eight yards, he'd throw the ball away, he would drop a dime. Yeah, he was fucking wicked. But That's what he's doing this year so far. About Pete Carroll. I don't, either, I don't either. He runs a tight ship. Because that defense was unbelievable and that running game was unbelievable. He would have a job. He might not still be in Seattle, but he would have a job. I just, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't, yeah, I just don't think they have a, they have a ring without Russell Wilson. Because, like, unless you can replace what he did or not with a different quarterback, which I don't know if you could have. You can't, because. No, they you, might not have a ring, but Carroll would have a job for sure. I still didn't have a ring with that defense and that running game because Russell wasn't as 
you look at his numbers, anybody could put up more, not anybody, but an average guy could put up those numbers. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I just the thing is because this year, like I said, because it's like not Russell's fault. It's more. It's it's even more like. Uh, I'm blaming Sean Payton, bro. You yeah. fucking hurt another coach a month ago, and fucking your team just gave up seventy. So you figure it the fuck yeah. out. That's this is all. It's all Sean and Vance right now. That's what it's all. Yeah. It's Sean and Vance. Vangio also fucking wanted to fuck him. For sure. But I. But Anyways. I, but I would too. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Was that Monday Nighter? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. All right. Suck it. <laughs> I think you're not